Welcome to Wellness with Sinelia. I'm Sinelia Lewis, your health and wellness coach. I guide, mentor, empower. Greeting my brothers and sisters once again. Thank you for listening to Wellness with Sinelia podcast. This podcast is about reading books that will inspire you, empower your mental attitude connection with yourself and the spirit that is in you. I believe wellness is the connection to the God within, knowing that he can do the impossible through you, in you, with you. So dream big, plan big, and expect to reap your harvest. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back. We continue with uh, Revelation, Revelation 14. The Lamb and the 144,000. Then I look, and there before me was the Lamb, standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpies playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These are those who did not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They follow the lamp wherever he goes. They were purchased from among men and offered as first fruit to God and the lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. The three angels. Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hours of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the spring of water. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great which made all the nation drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead on the hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his what? He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angel and the lamb. And the smoke of the torment rises forever and ever. 
There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and his image. And or if anyone who receives the mark of his name. This calls for patience, endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandment and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, said the Spirit, they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. The harvest of the earth. I look, and there before me was a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one like a son of man, with a crown of gold on his head, and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came out of the temple and called in a loud voice to him who was sitting on the cloud. Take your sickle and reap before the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud strung his circle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel comes out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp circle. Still another angel who had charge of the fire came from the altar and called it in loud voice to to him who had the sharp circle. Take your sharp circle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's wine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his circle on the earth, gathered his grapes, and threw them into the great wine press of God's wrath. There were trampled in the wine press outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as the horses' bridles for a distance of 1,600 stadia. Hmm. Pouring out the seventh plague. Seven angel with seven plague. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, seven angels with the seven last plagues. Last because with them God's wrath completes. And I saw what looked like a sea of glass mixed with fire and standing beside the sea. Those who had been victorious over the beast an image in his image and over the numbers of his name, they held harps given them by God and sang the song of Moses, the seven, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the ages, who will not fear you. O Lord, 
and bring glory to your name. For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you. For your righteous act have been revealed. After this, I look in, in heaven the temple that is the tabernacle of the testimony was open out of the temple come the seven angels with the seven plagues they were dressed in clean shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chest then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of god who lives forever and ever and the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power and no one could enter the temple until the seven plague of the seven angel were completed the seven bowls of God wealth then i heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels go Pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the line, and ugly and painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead man, And every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs out of water, and there become blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the water say, You are just in those judgments, you who are and who were the Holy One, because you have so judged. For they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard their altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the sun was given to power to scorch people with fire. They were stirred by the intense heat in their cursed the name of God, who had control over those plagues. But they refused to repent and glorified him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their souls, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bow on the great river of fret, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the king from the east. Then I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, 
out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. There are spirit of demons performing miraculous signs and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays awake and keep his clothes with him, so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the king together to the place that in Hebrew is called Amagadon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumbling peals of thunders, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since man has been on earth. So tremendous was the earthquake. The great city split into three parts, and the cities of the nation collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island flew away, and the mountains could not be found from the sky. Huge hailstones of about a hundred pounds each fell upon men, and they cursed God on account of the plague of hell, because the plague was so terrible. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits on many waters with her the kings of the earth committed adultery and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit to a desert. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous name and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stone and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hands filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. This little was written on her forehead. Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the abomination of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints the blood of those who bore testimony of Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Then the angel said to me, 
Why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and ten horns. The beast which you saw once was, now is not, and will come up out of the abyss and go to his destruction. The inhabitants of the earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world will be astonished. When they see the beast, because he once was, now is not, and yet will come. This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is the other has not yet come. Hmm. But when he does come, he must remain for a little while. The beast who once was and now is not is an eighth king. He belonged to the seven and is going to his destruction. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but two for one hour will receive authority as kings alone with the beast. They have one purpose in the Lamb. Yeah, they have one purpose. And will give the power and authority to the beast. They will make war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And with him will be his called choosing and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The water you saw. Where the prostitutes sit are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horn you saw will hit the prostitute. They will bring her to win and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put in into the heart to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to give the beast the power to rule. Until God's words are fulfilled, the woman you saw is the great city that ruled over the kings of the earth. The Babylon of the falling of Babylon. That Jesus coming. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Falling, falling is Babylon the Great. 
she has become a home for demons and a hunt for every evil spirit, a hunt for every unclean and detestable bird. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The king of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grow rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven. And God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit as queen, I am not a widow, and I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day her plagues will overtake her, death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord who judge her. When the king of the earth who commits adultery with her and shared her luxury, she the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her, terrified at her torment. They will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe, O great city of Babylon, city of power. In one hour, your doom has come. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buy the cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stone and pearls, fine lining, purple, silk and scarlet, clothes, every sort of citron wood and article of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages and bodies and souls of men. Hmm. They will say, the fruit you long for is gone from you. All your riches and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold those things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off. Terrified at her torment, they will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe, O great city! Dress in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stone and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to win. I 
every sea captain and all who travel by ship the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off when they see the smoke of her burning they will exclaim was there ever a city like this great city they will throw dust on their heads and will weeping and mourning cry out woe woe o great city where all who had ship on the sea became rich through her wealth in one hour she has been brought to ruin rejoice over her o heaven rejoice saints and apostles and prophets god has judged her for the way she treated you then a mighty angel pick up a bull a boulder the size of a large milestone and throw it into the sea and said with such violence the great city of babylon will be thrown down never to be found again the music of harpists and musicians flute player and trumpeters will never be heard in you again no workmen of any trade will ever be found in you again the sound of a milestone will never be heard in you again the light of a lamp will never shine in you again the voice of bridegroom bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again your merchants were the world's great men by your magic spell all the nation were led astray in her was found the blood of prophets and of the saints and all who have been killed on the earth hallelujah We'll be right back. The people of Babylon had lived in luxury and pleasure. The city boasted, I sit as queen and I will never mourn. The powerful, wealthy people of this world are so sad. to his same attitude. A person who is financially comfortable often feels invulnerable, secure and in control, feeling no need for God or anyone else. This kind of attitude defies God and his judgment. Again, it is harsh. We are told to avoid Babylon's sins. If you are financially secure, don't become complacent and deluded by the myth of self-sufficiency. Use your resources to help others and advance God's kingdom. Those who are tied to the world system will lose everything when it collapses. What they have worked for a lifetime to build up will be destroyed in one hour. 
those who work only for material rewards will have nothing when they die or when their possessions are destroyed. What can we take with us to the new earth? Our faith, our Christian character, and our relationship with other believers. Those are more important than any amount of money, power, or pleasure. Those who are in control of various parts of the economic system will mourn at Babylon's fall. The political leaders will mourn because they were the overseers of Babylon's wealth and were in a position to enrich themselves greatly. The merchants will mourn because Babylon, the great customer merchant, will mourn because Babylon, the greatest customer for their goods, will be gone. The sea captains will no longer have anywhere to bring their goods because the merchants will have nowhere to sell them. The fall of the evil world system affects all who intrude and depend on it. No one will remain unaffected, unaffected by Babylon's fall. The voice from heaven continue to prophesy against the greedy merchants. This list of various merchandise illustrates the extra-materialism of this society. Few of those goods were necessities. Most are luxuries. Even people had become commodity. The body of souls of men were sold as slave to Babylon. The desire for non-sensual luxuries had driven those merchants. Yet, how many of those luxuries listed are in your home? Most people will find that they own almost everything on this list. We are people who truly live in great luxury. We too are in danger of being absorbed in possessions and pleasure. Make sure that your desires lead you in the right direction. Put boundaries on them. Don't go after everything you see. Keep your desires on serving God and building his kingdom by helping others. God's people should not live for money because money will be worthless in eternity. And they should keep on God constantly against greed. A sin that is always ready to take over their lives. God wants us to work and to provide for our families. And he commends the proper use of money. But when the desire for money fills our lives, it becomes a false god. Don't be enslaved by the desire for wealth. Praises the heartless respond to God by those who love him. 
The more you get to know God and realize what he has done, the more you will respond with praise. Praise is at the head of true worship. Let your praise of God flow out of your realization of who he is and how much he loves you. The identity of his great prostitute is explained in the note of 17. <laughs> I will stay right there on the 19. Next time I will read Revelation 19. For real, when you're looking at uh, all the fine stuff that <laughs> So, let's meditate a little bit. Because, um, you know, I love meditating on, on the verse. The merchant. Let's take the merchant. The merchant is the people that sell to us, right? When we buy stuff. When you're looking at the time now, how is everything is expensive. Let's take the house market, for instance. Now you're looking at to live in a nice, beautiful house. You must have the money. You must have a real good job to really have a nice house in a nice neighborhood. You must make in at least a hundred thousand dollars a year to afford that house. The merchant, he said, in the in the earth will reap and mourn over it. What it mean? And he also said, there will be no buyer. There will be no buyer. Let's get real. If everything comes skyrocket and people are not making money, how would they buy? How would they afford all those expensive stuff? Hmm? Since we are the consumer, we keep everything moving. And when we stop buying, what happened? The machine claps. Because we have to buy for them to make money. We have to buy. We have to want the merchandise for them to sell to us. But when we come to the sense of that, not, you know, I don't have to have this. We come to the place where we accept our life, you know, 
we come to the sense, I'm not going to pay that much money for this. Because the more we want it, the more they make it expensive. They put glitter and nice little stuff just so that your eyes can go for it. Ooh, that's beautiful. I want that. I want that. I want that. The more you want, you want the more they sit on the price and they go higher and higher and higher and higher. And then what? <laughs> the more you work because you want it. But Revelation shows us we will come to a place where we don't want to pay that price anymore, where we will satisfy with what we have. And we see it. COVID-19 teach us something. Yes, we were going in that rat race without paying attention. When God put us sitting in lockdown in our home and start make sense to this life, we have a little time to think and to make decision. What do we really want in this life to live? And then we realize, hmm. But what happened? The market changed. It, it shifted to another direction, right? When it shifted to the other direction, because of now they realize that more people want to stay home. So therefore, more people want a better, comfortable home. We want an office. We want a, 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 a nicer home with all these things in it. So we shift to our direction. Every time we shift, the market shift to our direction. We shift home to sit home, to work from home. So the market shift to give us what we're missing. <sighs> and then what happened? We pay top dollar for it. But regardless of that, the Bible said... We will come to the senses <laughs> where this merchant will not be able to sell. Nobody will buy his precious gold, silver, precious stone and pearl, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet clothes. All those citron wood smell. Ivory, costly wood, browns, iron, and marble, all those things will not have any value for us. You know why? Because our itchy heart, our itchy mind that want all that will be at peace, will be at rest. We won't need it anymore. We will be so content with what we have. We will have the inner peace. Every one of us will have that inner peace. Now, it won't be the, if only I had this, I will be content. And you go for it, and then you're still not content. You will realize it and live with what you have. Yeah, and appreciate it. And then, 
as you can see now, more and more people with money try to help others more and more. They try to put money there in the community because they realized they were arrogant. They realized they was really sitting on top and don't see below. Now they will try to reach out to you, to the market, to make things a little easier because they were able to sit and pay attention during COVID. If you pay attention, you see, just like this book written from the first revelation finished, the first Genesis finished to revelation. God said, everything in this book will come true. Jesus will not come until everything is fulfilled. We, the people, will stand one day to say, yes, God come and judge us. And he's right, God. We will give him that. Like now, we're blaspheming his name. Right now, we say anything we want to say. And in Revelation said, we curse him, we blame him. Because it's, it's so hard. And then more and more and more to come. Because every one of this word will fulfill. And who's going to say to him, stop, don't do this? Jesus can only request time for us, give us time to come clean, give us time. That's all he can do for us. Because it is written that he coming back. Believe it or not. Everything will fulfill. Everything. And as you're looking at this world now, what you see, the blasphemies. Every social media you pass to, blasphemies. <clears throat> Blasphemies. The believers, don't lose your place because so many are calling, but only a few is entering the kingdom of God. Pressed on. Don't lose your first belief. Don't lose it. The Bible says, remember, remember your true belief. Remember your first love, your first love. Don't sell it for anything else. (laughs) Whatever we want in this life, we're not going with it. But it is a privilege to enjoy in goodwill. Don't force it. 
If it is God's will to give you whatever you dream of, it will come in time. But don't fight over it. Don't struggle over it. Take time to accomplish it. And press on and believe in your true love, the love of God, the strength that he put in you. And the rest will come. Find the true content in life. Because really, even the one that think a nice house can give me that you peace I want. And then you find out you miss something else. Something else come and you find out you miss something else. So this flesh built to never be satisfied. But the spirit inside us learn how to be content. So if you give your spirit a chance to dominate the flesh, then you will be in a better place, just like David. David was almost losing it because for one minute he let the flesh ride him. And what happened? He sinned greatly, David said. My sins constantly before me. He played before God when he realized how he lost the way. He didn't even know it. Whatever is going on, knowing that it's only for an hour. An hour, it felt like a million years, right? Because my time is not his time. His time is not my time. His knowledge is not my knowledge. What I understand is earthly understanding. Only God can help me understand what is in the spiritual world. So, the more we sit and wait for the teacher to teach us, the more we will have the wisdom. Until next time, by Wellness with Sinalia. Be blessed in this holy month. May the blood of Jesus Christ wash away all your sins and show you the way. <laughs>